G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The kick comes in on dropping it right at the last minute was Antonio. Well played by Hartwick. Hartwick goes to ground. That was a mistake. Antonio in the pocket. She can do anything, Ebony Antonio. From the impossible angle, she's a genius. She can do anything. She's been doing everything this year, Ebony Antonio, for the high-flying Fremantle Dockers on the road, but undefeated. A perfect five and zip, if you don't mind. And Ebony's just been bagging in freak goals for fun. And she joins us thanks to MEGT, transitioning from school to the workforce. Open your innings with MEGT and earn money while you learn new skills. Ebony, good morning, and thanks a lot for your time. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Um, I've never been called a genius before, so I might have to thank Kelly Underwood for that. <laughs> she did a good job of it. It was uh, befitting of the occasion, but pretty easy caper, isn't it, this game at the moment, footy? Yeah, it's, not, um, it's a pretty easy, simple game, isn't it? Get on the boot and kick it through the goal. So, um, but no, nah, it was a fantastic win, and I was just lucky that goal went through. It was a bit of fluke. I don't think I'll do that in my career before, but I'll take the limelight when I've got it. Because you dropped that chesty on the lead. Now, I wouldn't say it was a soda, but by your standards, you definitely should have gobbled it. Was that intentional, just so you could uh, increase the degree of difficulty a tad? Oh, um, look, I'm a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. So I'll take that uh, that old chestnut of the stand. So. <laughs> now, we've, we'll, we'll get on to you know, being on the road, being away from home in a moment. But you are 5-0 and oh at the moment. So it's working. It, it, Monday to Friday, getting through the week, being in a hotel and being away from home must be pretty easy at the moment. Uh, look, it is pretty easy, but in saying that, we it's not like we're doing normal life living over here. We mm. have restrictions in place, obviously, to keep away from that deadly COVID that um, people are getting over here. So we've, we've got things put in place, um, a lot of walking, a lot of park hangs. Um, we've all got our individual rooms, so no one's sharing rooms. Um, so it's Hasn't been easy, to say the least. Um, everyone's missing home at this point. Um, yeah, look, um, as much as we're getting the Ws on the board, um, and from the outside, I probably looked all pretty in flowers, but it has been tough as well. So I'm pretty proud of the girls and how resilient we are to get those um, Ws as well. How restrictive is it for you all? And how much, you know, how much do you have to be really aware of, of how each other's feeling and, and progressing and, you know, from, from day to day, how, how much... Everyone may be struggling, as you said. You put it well, and I sort of spoke about it jokingly. But in all seriousness, you'd have to be well aware, of, you know, of how everyone else is feeling, considering that so many things are are outside your reach at the moment. Yeah, look, we're a really um, close group. Um, I think that's what makes us so great on the field. That off the field, we're so open and honest with each other. Uh, most mornings we have daily briefings um, with updates that are provided through that's coming back from home from WA police and the government from that end. But not only that, it gives an opportunity for anyone to speak up, whether they're feeling anxious or homesick. So um, it's a really good check-in point every single morning to see how everyone's feeling. Um, so as long as we're open and honest with each other and we have those conversations and address them earlier rather than girls following them up, I think we've been in a really good lucky position that um, we've had those meetings. So where do we find you at the moment then, Ebony? Where, where are you sort of based, if we can say that? Uh, we're based in Southbank. So I'm currently on my morning walk, just going around the MCG, getting a little coffee from the vacation spot. It's been a really nice walk every morning. Um, 
so we're in South Bank. Um, so we can go for walks, but we're not allowed in, into any like shopping centres or anything like that. Most of us um, just get takeaway food or takeaway coffee. So that's where we're based at the moment. So do you feel, it's a strong question to ask you, but do you, is there an element of you that feels let down by the state government? I mean, you were supposed to open, as we know, February 5. It's been put back and there's reasons for that. But do you feel, and the group as a collective let down or is it a frustration? What's the feeling around not being allowed back in there or at least not under these sort of circumstances? Yeah, look, initially it was a frustration piece. Um, but look, at the end of the day, Mark McGowan puts these things in place to protect the wider community. It's not just about our sporting athletes that are over here at the moment. Mm. Um, but in saying that, we addressed it really quickly. Um, and again, I think we had another meeting where, you know, a lot of us had anxiety and what that looks like. A lot of us work full-time, if not everyone works full-time. So to have those conversations, again, with your employer to look, say, not only that we've been away for three weeks, we're now going to be in two weeks quarantine. So that three weeks gets pushed out to five weeks. And for the employers, like I know for myself, I felt so guilty to have that conversation with them. They'd be like, look, I'm sorry this is happening. Yeah. But it is what it is. And, um, yeah, majority of the girls have had those conversations now with their employers um, and have got that anxiety off their chest and, really focus on North Melbourne this weekend and hopefully get on that plane Sunday and get home. I won't believe it until I'm on that seat in the plane, but um, hopefully that's the case. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. So you're down to Tassie on Sunday and then you think at this point in time you've been given an indication that you can fly back to Perth after that? That's the indication, but a lot of things change between here and there. So, as I said, not until I'm on that plane, I won't believe it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> and enough. Then a, and then a two-week, you said two-week quarantine, when you get home, I presume that's at your house and you can still you can get to training, but that'll be all you'll be allowed to do? Will that be the situation? Yeah, the situation. So the quarantine rules back home in Perth, if you live with any other family members, which most of the younger girls do, those family members also have to quarantine mm. for two weeks. So um, I'm lucky enough that um, Cara and I, we have our own house and we've got a spare bedroom. So we'll have one of the girls who live with us for that two weeks. But the rest of the girls are looking at Airbnbs at the moment rather than hotel accommodation. Right. And then um, from that, I have an understanding. Nothing's been confirmed, but we should be able to um, train. And, but that's about it. We'll be locked up otherwise. Right. And, and you know, Again, it speaks to how well the team's been able to perform in these sorts of circumstances. Do Amazing. you feel like there? Do you feel like there's a shelf life if you know if there was a decision to change here or there or something went awry? You had to travel again and couldn't come. Do you have a shelf life where you think there comes a tipping point where perhaps the team can no longer shelve those things that are that, that you have to deal with? You know, you speak about meetings every single morning and telling employees that you can't. You know, you're not going to be back when you said you were would be back is there a shelf life do you think or do you actually think the team is that mentally strong that you can just press on no matter what um yes and no um as i said we're a pretty resilient group um um but look at the moment um there's been a lot of things coming go um, a lot of things being said a lot of things have been promised and those promises are broke being broken but this just hasn't happened this season it's been the last couple of seasons so us older ones kind of know what to expect but at the same time we get frustrated and as long as we can hold it together, these young ones can follow suit. So, look, there may be a tipping point at some time, but um, we've had a lot of information come in that have thrown a lot of curveballs and at the moment we've been able to handle that really well. So I'm really confident knowing whatever does get dished up in the next couple of weeks that we'll be able to handle it really well.
Ebony, you're prepared for life without Kiara, Kiara Bowers. She's been offered the, the two matches by the match review officer, obviously, for uh, for that. Uh, it's been called rough conduct charge against uh, Kirsty Lamb. Yeah, um, obviously the news came in late last night. Um, I haven't spoken to Turbo since the incident. Um, knowing her, she's probably a little bit frustrated with it all, but um, well, we'll see how that plays out. Um, Look, if we're without her for the next couple of weeks, we've got really good young kids that I'm confident in that can step up and the likes of Miller and Gabby also holding the fort through the midfield. Um, I think that's been the most pleasing thing this season is that Trent has had a lot of depth with um, girls that are resting on the sidelines that can come in at any time and he's been pretty consistent in resting some of the older girls to give the young girls um, a game and which we're winning. So I'm pretty sure he's confident with if we're, if we're without Turbo that we've got girls to step in. Beautifully done, Ebony. Well, well done on your own form. I've got to say, you've got two goal of the year contenders mm. in, under the, in the pocket at the moment and, and plenty of time to add a third and maybe even a fourth. So um, well done on your own form individually and the team's form as well under difficult circumstances. So best of luck for Sunday. And more importantly, I hope you're sitting on that plane uh, at Hobart Airport come close of business Sunday. Oh, me too, mate. But thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Good on you. Ebony Antonio there from uh, the Fremantle Dockers AFLW team, uh, undefeated, top of the table. And they've had to do it pretty tough. And it is, you it could is sense a, it. You could yeah. sense it. And, and these aren't professional athletes. No. Like for, so people saying, oh, cry me a river. I mean, they're not professional athletes. No. They've got other irons in the fire. They've got day jobs. They've got uh, families at home. They haven't been able to get home to see family members for a while. So... Mm. Now they've when they go home they've got to organise for their a lot of them are going to move out or move in with someone else or family saying, members have got yeah, to they're not the only people doing it tough because no, of COVID but we are a sporting station yeah. so we interview uh, athletes and this is this is the the cards they've been dealt so that's where it's at Let's save the negative text save, save the, the twenty five cents whatever a text costs.